Get comfortable not owning your games. At least that's the sentiment Ubisoft's director of subscriptions passed on in a recent interview. Thoughts? And we've just had the latest Xbox Developer Direct with a bunch of great game announcements. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're coming to you on Fruit Lab, YouTube, and podcast services everywhere, bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. My name is Rock the Red, joined every week by this man right here, Full Clip. What's up, dude? How are you? Doing good, doing good. How are you? All right, I got a little bit of a you know, stomach thing going. I'm a little tired, but I'm trying to get the energy up. You know, getting that high quality H2O. Oh yeah, mm, we're getting there, baby. I've been playing a lot of games, so I'm excited to talk to you, and I'm hoping this will, uh, you know, this will get everything back in order in my body. There you go. Yeah, this as far as heals this past everything. Week or two. Exactly. Uh, this past week or two, I really didn't get into anything good. I uh, I still play a lot of Grand RP, that uh, role playing mm. server for Grand Theft Auto, but I think it's a good uh, it's good segue here to get into a little bit of news. I don't think we're actually going to spend much time on, but Call of Duty. I realize that this is my Call of Duty this year because you and I have mm. both refused to buy this year's uh, Modern Warfare yep. Three, and for good reason it looks like because they are having just all kinds of problems over there like a new update that was supposed to fix cheating and find people using like uh aim bots or something with their keyboard and mouse and it ended up like warping parts of the map and everything else in warzone oh, shit. yeah and, and disconnecting people getting into loops where you can't even play the game so it's a mess and i'm kind of glad that i avoided it this year yeah yeah good call um so you're really enjoying that uh that GT uh, RPG yeah. thing, it's good yeah. times. Yeah, and it's I mean it's taken a long time to come up, but it's uh it's a lot more like real life than you you think, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing a uh, I've been playing a game that's very much like real life, and I'm learning a trade, baby. I'm building houses. I'm playing house builder. Very nice. I need to get yeah. into that. I'm about yeah. to tonight probably. Yeah. So it came out of early access January fifteenth, and um. It's a lot of fun. It's just, it's really simplified. So if you're into the simulation games for like really to learn like, you know, a a trade or whatever, you want it like realistic. This one is not that. It has all the parts, but like everything is done with like, you know, the click of a button or or the press of a key, you know, it's pretty simplified to speed things up, you know, instead of like, um, you know, moving piece by piece you're grabbing giant like pallets of of lumber and you're just laying them down (laughs) just super fast um but the way that it's done like you start off and you gotta go to all these different places and build houses you start off you build an igloo and then you build like uh, a log cabin and then like i don't know i'm finally up to i'm building like a real house right now in like uh in a suburb of canada and um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's really just one of those things where I really like just, you know, checking the boxes. Okay, next, 
you pour the foundation. Boom, done. Next, you grab these. And it's like, it's so simple and just so um, effortless and fun. And um, yeah, and on Steam, like, every, you're, I think I got like 40 achievements within like four hours of gameplay. It's nice. just um, it's just pouring those out because every time you get an upgrade to a skill, that's how they do their achievements. It's really random, but um, it's a little janky as as all these sim games are. Um, there's some you could definitely tell that the developer um, is not maybe the, they don't have English as their primary language because there's a lot of um, you know typos and that sort of thing, grammatical errors throughout. Um, but I look past those because. Uh, it's running great on the Steam Deck. I'm having no issues. Good, good frames, and it's um, set up right out of the gate to use a controller if you wanted to do that. And it's just, it's just a blast. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build a real house soon. Nice. Can't Looking forward to getting difficult. into it. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. Interested to no. hear what you, we think of it. I still think, um, as far as the Sim House games, I think House Flipper is the better one because it does get into all that stuff. Like my, my son was actually playing house builder and he was like, can we decorate the house? And I was like, no, no, but I do have a game that you can decorate the house. But I had him, you know, going around, like we built the frame for the house. You got to screw it all in. So I had, I'm like, here, go do all these. And he loved it. Just screwing all the screws in. There's like a hundred of them. <laughs> nice. Sounds cool. I know this yeah. one from the trailer. It seems like it's a lot more based on like biomes. So you mentioned Canada, but I think they have also like beaches, maybe a, I don't even know where else. What's left? Yeah. Plains? Yeah. The other one I did was like, um, like on a China, like it was like some sort of like Chinese, like where the, 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 the roof comes up like that. Mm. And it had like, it was in China, like on some, some, um, little beach or something. That was great. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to hear what, you, what you think of it. Um, another game I tried, I tried the demo of this. I was excited to, to try it when I heard it. It's a game called Esoteric Ebb, and it's one of those isometric, um, CRPGs where it's that, uh, it's more about reading what's going on. There's no action, you know, um, uh, but this one, it's based in Dungeons and Dragons 5e, uh, handbook, but it's a comedy. Like, so you're playing, um like the world's shittiest like cleric and that's like what you go through and dude there are so many funny parts i was like talking to my buddies about it and as i was playing it i kept screen like screenshotting the game the the dialogue and i would just i just kept sending it to them because every scene i was like i was laughing out loud playing this stupid game where you gotta like um it's just really absurd i don't know when it comes out i don't think there's a release date yet for it but it is a blast if you like that. I mean, it's like um, Disco Elysium. It's that style of game um, where it's all just, you're just making decisions and you're rolling dice and it's all based on, um, you know, skills and that sort of thing. But yeah, I, that one is a lot of fun. I'm super excited for that one to come out. But yeah, I've been playing. And then I played a, couple, uh, a bunch in our new releases too. So I got a lot more to talk about. Um, should we get to it? Yeah, one question real quick. Yeah. Is the, is the comedy in that game, is it like based really on the situations that the game has, or is it like a lot of meta, kind of self-aware commentary of like the the Dungeons & Dragons gameplay? It's based on the situations. Let me see if I can find one of these screenshots. Okay, 
there's a zombie that you're battling and it says like you go to attack it and it says the slow zombie just stands there and then underneath it like under one of your skills where you know a little bit more it says no no he's reacting it's just taking some time like it's just like stupid stuff like that there was a whole thing where like um i got stuck in like a pipe and like the options like to crawl into like this pipe and the options were to like push harder and so i would push harder and then like it's it kept saying like that's not working do you want to push harder and then i would click yes and then it would say like oh now you're you know you're not. and then like it had me choose the option to push harder like 10 times before it was like okay it moved on so it's just like that stuff like you know where it just over does uh the, the comedy i love that stuff yeah but, it, it does yeah. sound kind of meta in a way because i've always heard that if you're like a dungeon master you're your players never do what you want them to do or expect them to do, or they right. do the exact opposite. Yes. So I initially sent it to my buddy, who's the dungeon master of our D&D game. I was like, dude, you would love this because you don't have to deal with these dumb questions. You get to ask the dumb questions. So you are absolutely correct. But, all right. Let's move things along. Let's get into our new releases from last week. All right. First up. Sovereign Syndicate came out on PC, PS5, Xbox X on January 15th. Now, this is another one that I've been playing. It's another isometric uh, CRPG. This one is a little bit different, though. It's a steampunk, like it's a Victorian steampunk CRPG. Um, same idea, though, where it's just all, um, just you're just reading. It's like a visual novel kind of thing, but you're making the choices. But instead of dice for this one, um, it has tarot cards which is a cool uh, little change up. So you flip a tarot card and that's whether you pass or whatever. Uh, same idea though, you have all these different skills that if you upgrade them, it changes the outcome. Um, this one has three characters. You start off as like this minotaur and uh, it's like a mystery you gotta figure out. That's where I'm at now. I'm only about two hours in. I gotta, this is from, um, I got a review copy of it. So I gotta get back to it. I've been just playing I think I just played House Builder too much. I intend to get back to this and at least try to um, get further and get my first impressions out. But so far, the story is great. The writing is fantastic. The visuals are great. I'm enjoying this. If if you're a fan of that style, again, very Disco Elysium, um, I definitely recommend this. It's a cool setting with great characters. So, yeah. I, uh, you ever play any of these games? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of what Disco Elysium is. It's it's considered to be one of the greatest games like of all time, and I've still never played it because I've been waiting. It's like I don't know, it's like a 60 hour game or whatever, and mm. I'm like, all right, I'll get into it uh, eventually. Um, but that one you play as like a detective, and I think it might be a little bit futuristic, uh, and you you make these decisions, and everything is just choices it's just you you read the thing and then you make a choice and then you read the thing and there are dice rolls and that sort of thing but yeah. um yeah so you think we'll see a lot more in this genre heating up with the, the it, crpgs dude it really does seem like that already with just these two like how often do you talk about these um you know these type of games and i'm playing two right now um so yeah it definitely feels that way i think they're they're riding um the high of Baldur's gate with the you know people are more comfortable with that um yeah. and again disco elysium being widely considered to be one of the greatest games of all time so um yeah i uh i do think we'll, we'll see more now they're definitely not everybody's cup of tea because there is no 
action. If you know, you walk around and you you look for things, and that's pretty much it. All right, next up, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown came out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X, S, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this one we talked about a little bit last week with the demo. Um, it's a Metroidvania platformer style game. Great combat. Um, you know, you parry, you dodge, you you have these time powers that you either use to parry or dodge or <laughs> attack. Um, and it's all based on this Persian mythology. So um, it's a lot of fun. One thing as far as like the Metroidvanias go, one thing that this does really great is um, it allows you to kind of leave a marker where you have to like you can't get yet until you get another skill. So you could take like forget what they call them but you basically take like a screenshot of the area and leave a marker for when you have the ability to like fly up somewhere or, hmm. or do something and it's a really cool idea it doesn't you're not looking for those spots later on in the game you know where they are so it was fun it's getting great reviews i think it's like in like the high 80s 90s on metacritic so um it's good you know it's good yeah, that's pretty cool because I've, I've played a lot of games that do that. Like you're going to have to unlock something in the future and go back. And you almost know that you're you're just you're lacking that ability the first time you go through that level. Right. And you realize like, OK, if I want to complete this game, I'm going to have to go back and do it all. But I've never heard of one that really does that. So that's kind yeah. of a, a cool feature there. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy's super into Metroidvanias. Um, I haven't heard his take on this one, but I think he's like played like every single one of them. But I'll have to see what he thinks about that that feature because that's a it's a cool idea. Uh, next up, The Last of Us Part Two Remastered came out on PS5. Um, this is just the, you know, just exactly what I said. It's a remastered version of The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, it's got graphical and technical enhancements. It's got full dual uh, dual sense controller support. Um, it and then it adds a bunch of new stuff too. There's like this roguelike survival game that they added to it called No Survival or No Return, um, and then some lost levels that are like the, I don't know if they're partially completed, um, but you get to play through them. And then on top of that, there's like developer commentary that goes through as you're playing it. And I was like, what a great idea. I always used to love like director's commentary on DVDs, DVDs and I yeah. miss DVDs specifically for that reason. Um, so yeah, it's uh, and then on top of that, there's another one guitar free play. So you could just play the guitar in the game if you want. There All right. Go. Um, yeah. You ever play Last of Us? No. Watch the show though. So mm -hmm. I'm really like mm -hmm. on the verge of picking up one of these remasters. There you go. It's uh, you are who it's meant for. Play it on your nice PS5. They'll switch. It. They'll come out on PC eventually. Yeah. All right. And the last one, the one everybody's talking about, Pale World. Came out on PC and Xbox on January 19th. This is an early access. Um, do you get a chance to check this one out? I've been watching it. I've not bought the game, though. I want okay. to. Yeah. I, um, I've i been playing it on Game Pass for maybe like, I think like four hours in. Um, and so it's basically, it's, it's a survival game. I hear a lot of people comparing it to Ark. Um but I don't, I'm not a fan of that style of game, the survival game. So I want to, you know, I want to be in the conversation. I want to talk about it. Um, and so I forced myself to get in there. I played with my son um, who loves Pokemon. And um, he was really excited. 
he's terrible at these survival games though because he just wants to run around and see all the different creatures dude kids running right over the things we got to collect yeah just, and i'm like just pick those up as you're running by pick them up and then like you have these pale spheres to to like capture the things and he's just chucking those out willy-nilly and as you when you throw them you lose them and i'm like do you need to knock it off um to grind exactly so um yeah basically it's a survival game you collect these pails you put them to work uh building things in your in your um in your base or, or doing whatever or you could eat them if you wanted which is uh a little morbid but one of my favorite things about this is that you can the different pails that you collect have different things that they can be responsible for in your base like the fire base ones can you know cook your meals or start your fires or whatever and the other ones can you know help build things and i like that yeah. it's gonna be uh i think that's gonna be really cool um and the whole time i'm playing it, i'm like dude full clip would love this game because it is like stuff that i i know you're into so definitely check it out i think it's 20 right now it's 27 bucks through steam and then i was reading today that the version on Game Pass that I've been playing is like three to four months outdated from the one that's Ooh. on Steam. Tons of updates and stuff to the PC one that the Game Pass one does not have. And that's ridiculous. Like that's, you know, that's just Microsoft like, you know, whatever. Let's get, we need to get it out there. Let's take it and put it on our on our service. So um, I don't understand why but yeah and and that's not great because it is an early access game it's not a triple a i've heard that there are quite a few bugs here and there and uh three to four months outdated i'm sure there are more bugs with that version yeah so that's, that's good to know though because I, I was thinking about getting it for pc but it's like well uh, what if i don't like it it's half the mm -hmm. price to try it out on xbox yeah sure absolutely um so yeah i don't know take a look to see what the differences are i think you know i Definitely stuff with the menu and the UI have changed, but I don't know exactly how different it is, but it's, it was annoying. And I'm like, maybe I'm just going to buy it for like, you know, my kids enjoying it. I'm like, I was bringing me around on the whole survival thing. I like the idea of it, but um, it's definitely a grind for sure. Like, and then looking at all the levels until you could get like, you know, they show Pokemon with machine guns, right? Dude, you gotta go. You gotta play a long yeah. time before you're getting machine guns. Yeah, so. that's what I hear. I, I watched some stream, uh, some streaming of it, and it, it looked like a real grind fest. They were just kind of standing around a workshop, working forever, having to like hold the button in order to craft this thing. Yeah. But yeah, I love the concept of that. I love like that these. I don't. What are they called in this game? Uh, just monsters. Pals. Pals. Okay, so the pals like actually have some usefulness based on yeah. their type. It would be like having Charizard like run your blast furnace to exactly. smelt iron to make, in this case, your guns. Um, I right. wish Pokemon right. would come out with something, and maybe they'll take a hint here. You know, they're not afraid to get a little gritty. You've seen like the Detective Pikachu movie, mm -hmm. but then mm -hmm. the game is nothing like that. The game right. always has to be E for everyone. Exactly. I, I yeah. kind of wish they'd explore that grittier side in a more teen to adult centric game. Yep. Yeah, and this one is rated teen. Um, and it, it, it's exactly like the Pokemon that you and I want. Like, it is really that, like, it's, it's fantastic. But yeah. Pokemon fans are really getting upset at how much it's copying, um, Pokemon. I actually like 
was looking at an article today. I think it was on IGN, and they were like uh, linking all these tweets with people, like with with you know showing pictures of one with arrows, and then the pictures of this one, and saying like this should not stand. Now I don't yeah. know if the makers of Pokemon would ever you know do anything about it. There's definitely some very 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 close similarities i'm sure there's there's got to be because there's like what 800 pokemon or something like that they're making them out of trash bags and stuff (laughs) yeah i think there's going to be some carryover no matter like what monster game you're talking about i don't think that they have like a lot of legal ground to stand on if they were trying to do something about this i do uh i like it though and i hear that there's no evolution in this game that there might be a little bit of crossbreeding that works out there with some of the the pals but uh but no evolution, and that's like a key point of Pokemon. And right. yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know why Pokemon fans would be mad at the existence of something similar. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's been an overnight sensation. I think it sold two million copies uh, on PC, and uh, I think it broke into the top ten most concurrent plays on Steam like right away. I think it had like eight hundred fifty thousand um, people playing it at once. So. Pretty crazy, uh, yeah. And we were ta- we were wondering if it was legit. I yeah. Guess so guess it's legit, and this is just early access, you know. Oh yeah, so. they specifically like came out in an article and said, "No, it's not a scam." Which is <laughs> yeah, not which, always a, a promising sign. Right, right. And I think like after what was it the day after whatever the the day before um, yeah. that kind of survival game where like promised so much. I think people were happy. You know, and excited for a survival game that did promise all these things and, and was legit. So, yeah. good on them. All right, and that's it for our new releases. We went from a, a barren wasteland to uh, just a ton of uh, new games. And there are a few other ones that we'll cover later when we talk about the Game Pass games. But um, before that, let's make it official. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, first up, Xbox had a brand new developer direct. They showed off a bunch of, of games that we were, you know, wondering where they were. And we finally got some information. The The first one being Indiana Jones and the Great Circle was officially revealed. Uh, first of all, are you a fan of Indiana Jones? Not particularly. Becoming more of a fan as I see more trailers of this. Did you watch, have you seen any of the movies? The old ones, yeah, back in the day. But I was just a little okay. kid, so I wasn't really paying attention. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, growing up in the Indiana Jones era, like, I mean, I was a huge fan of Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was, like, one of my favorite movies for a long time when I was younger. Um, and then, yeah, the ones after that, the last two, we could just forget that those even exist. Um which is great. Now we have this new game coming out and it's set in between Raiders of the Lost Ark and the last crusade. I'm not a fan of the name. Like you always have like Temple of Dune, Raiders of the Lost Ark and the great circle. Like it's like an, it's like a Sesame street. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Bermuda triangle. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter. The gameplay looks dope. Um, it, it's a first person Indiana Jones game. Um, the guy, looks the the you know indiana jones looks great looks just like a, a young harrison Ford. sounds just like um um i'm a big fan of this a lot of puzzles 
um, a lot of just adventuring. You know, you're whipping, whipping everything. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I saw that the whip can be used for like traversal and as a weapon. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Um, this one's definitely on my uh, list of anticipated games. It's supposed to come out sometime this year. No release date. But um, it immediately, as soon as I saw this, I was I was a little skeptical. I was nervous, but they started showing it, and I'm like, "This is it's a movie. It's an Indiana Jones movie that you know that we could play." Yeah, I think the executive uh, producer on it or, or director is uh, Todd Howard. So there's a little bit of skepticism after Starfield. Sure, sure, but uh, yeah, it definitely looks um, more like. It's just a, a straightforward story, like a movie, you know, kind of like the Uncharted games, how those are just yeah. like five, six hour movies that you basically play through. I like those games. I don't need to have all these branching uh, things that go on for every, you know, they don't do anything. You know, I want substance yeah. over, uh, you know, this this mass, uh, this giant nothingness. Um, they also showed off a uh, new Trailer for Hellblade 2, Senua's Saga, and a release date, May 21st, 2024. Uh, that's another game. I've been playing the first one, finally. Uh, I got to get through that. Um, I got until May. But, um, yeah, that one, it looks amazing. It just It looks just as good as the first one. I mean, even, even better. The first one came out a while back. But that, for its time, was graphically uh, above everything. But now, this thing, it looks it looks insane. Uh, all new combat, audio design, all this stuff. And then we got to look at Avowed, which I've had, uh, you know, questions about it. I've been excited for it. It's from Obsidian Entertainment. Um, and this is set in the same universe as Pillars of Eternity. What was, did you watch this trailer? Yeah. What was your thoughts on this Avowed trailer? It honestly doesn't do anything for me because we keep talking about how many games there are that are just like this. You've got a gun in one hand, magic in the other. The only difference is this one has a magic wand, which that seemed interesting. It did seem interesting. Um, But you are absolutely right. This one, it showed off the gameplay and it was, it doesn't look good. Like it just looks average at best, you know? And now with all these games coming out and it needs to be above average. The, the attacks like didn't feel like they had any weight, you know. You would do something, and then the, the thing would kind of just like either like fall over or not. Like it was, it it needs some fine tuning. Hopefully, they can do that. But right now, like, ooh, I'm worried about this one. Like, it's definitely got that, you know, that fallout uh, emptiness in the in the NPCs and stuff too. Like they showed them, you got the branching you know, choices, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they can fix it up. Um, it's supposed to come out sometime in the fall, but, um, yeah, for me, it needs a lot of work before uh, before it's going to be great. Uh, they also showed off Visions of Mana. That's coming summer of 2024. We got to look at the combat uh, and that sort of thing. It looks very cute. It's like a nice, cute RPG. And then last up, Ara, History Untold. It's a strategy game um, coming out this fall from uh, ex-developers of the Civilization series. So not my cup of tea, 
but it looked um it looked cool it looked yeah. like they're they're doing a good job with it still looks a lot like civilization so i'm sure fans of one will move right. to the other without a problem exactly they all look the same to me <laughs> all those games even, um, even the one with beavers uh timberborn exactly that one the same i can't tell oh. yep yep I'm, i have beaver blindness all right uh that was it from the uh developer direct uh without leaving the you know the xbox realm let's talk about the new game pass wave two announcement for january some uh some exciting games so those who remain is out now turnip boy robs a bank came out january 18th this is another day one game you ever played the turnip boy games commits tax evasion yeah i I really want to but i haven't made it around to it yet yeah it's a fun game this one i think i i was reading that it's different i think it's more uh more of a roguelike but um they're fun they're they're stupid and fun um f123 also came out January 18th, Pale World, uh, day one on Game Pass. Uh, Go Mecha Ball comes out January 25th, another day one game uh, on Game Pass. This one, it looks really interesting. So anytime you got pinball uh, physics in a game that it's not pinball, like I'm in. So the, the synopsis of this one, load up and roll out in this twin stick shooter with roguelike progression. Blast your way through arcade-style levels using pinball-style physics mixed with an arsenal of devastating weapons. Defeat waves of enemy bots, battle big bosses, and upgrade your mech between runs. So, yeah, that one I'll probably that one sounds like one that would be right at home on the on the Steam Deck. So I'll probably check it out on Game Pass, and if yeah. it's dope, I'll, I'll buy it on there. Uh, Brotato comes out January thirtieth. That's a fun vampire survivor-style game, and then another day one game. Uh, Persona 3 Reload comes out February 2nd. And then Anuchard comes out February 6th. I don't know what that is. It's like a pixel-based uh, shooter. Oh, gotcha. Cool, cool. And then leaving this month, Hitman World of Assassination and F1 2021. So yeah, another amazing month with Game Pass. Yeah, good yeah. variety. Great and, variety you know, and... That's going to do a world of, of, for Power World, that's going to be a big deal. For sure. And then this month alone, four, you know, brand new games on the service day one. (laughs) So that's pretty awesome. And yeah, absolutely. Power World is going to, it's going to get some subscribers for sure. All right. And not to be outdone, PlayStation Plus, they're bringing their own day one game next month. Foam Stars is going to be a PlayStation Plus uh, release when it does come out February sixth. Did, t- did we talk about Foam Stars? We talked tried, about it in the past. I tried the beta when it was out. I don't know if we talked about my impressions of it. It was crazy. I couldn't figure out what was happening, and I was getting destroyed by the other players. But it was fun. Like I wanted to keep going back and getting destroyed more because it like, um, like the abilities. I wanted to try out all the different abilities. Um, each one had, you know, different things that they do to cover the world in foam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a 4v4 uh, third-person shooter developed by Square Enix. 
Players will use foam to build new geometry within the play space. Use said foam to traverse around the map quickly and create vantage points to take out opponents or help defend from enemy attacks. A wide array of characters are available to use, each with their own unique foam gun and skill set to fight. So, yeah, it's going to be on PS4 and PS5 uh, on PlayStation Plus, February 6th. Yeah. So um, if we're going to call it what it is, is it Splatoon that's on Nintendo Switch that, like, this is kind of Sony's answer to? Yeah. Yeah, so this is this kind of like Splatoon, but it looks like you're at a rave when you're playing the game. Exactly. When I read the description, it said, or, or maybe it was even the trailer, it said, like, you use this foam to add uh, elements to the world, like traversal of the world. So are you building, like, staircases or something, almost like a Fortnite kind of thing? I, I don't know. I think, I mean, it allows you to go much faster than if you're just like on regular foamless land. I don't know what that means, though, as far as building out things. Um, yeah, I saw at least people were like surfing and it looked like some of the foam that they put down was like a big uh, lump and they were able to kind of ramp off that lump and go fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's I did just recently see an article that was like, this is not just Splatoon. Like that was the creators were like, no, there's so much more, but it definitely is very similar to that. But I also agree that there is a lot more um, with the abilities and that sort of thing and what the whole premise of the game is. But when you're, you know, when you need to move, when you do traverse a level because of different colored goo you're spraying down, you're going to get comparisons to Splatoon. So, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. I'm excited to be able to check it out without paying for it um on playstation plus and also it'll help get that immediate player base which these live service games don't always have you know yeah all right next up until dawn is becoming a movie now it's weird i mean it was basically it was a movie that you play you ever play until dawn yes it even has like rami malik and other no yeah, actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheerleader from Heroes, uh, whatever her name was. Um, I loved Until Dawn. I thought it was an amazing game. Uh, I thought it was a fun story. Wendigos um, are terrorizing a, a, a ski chalet or something. Uh, yeah. It's been a while since I played it. But it was super fun. And if they could make it you know even scarier on on the big screen i think it's going to do really well yeah um so it's let's see filmmaker david sandberg um he was the helmer to shazam and then gary dauberman he was the screenwriter behind uh it annabelle the nun he is doing uh uh writing the, the script so some some uh some names on there yeah so I'm, I'm wondering though if this will have like the same appeal as the video game because horror movies are a dime a dozen these days what makes this special was that it was like open-ended so you could play this game over and over and have yeah 10 different endings or, or you end with different people alive and dead depending yeah. on how you played and mistakes you might have made choices in your actions you can't really do that through the movie unless it's going to be some sort of like netflix deal which would be Ooh, cool that'd be, that would be cool that would be cool. Yeah, I think, you know, if it has a good story and it's the same style of um, ensemble horror film where, like, people are just getting picked off left and right, like, 
yeah, sure. Have like one or two make it out. When I played it, I think, I think only one person out of the whole gang survived. I felt, you know, I felt really bad. So we played it again. Um, and then I think it was also just one person, maybe a different person this time, but, um, yeah, that's one I could, I could go back to and play all, all the time. My, my wife and I, we would take turns where we, we would, um, pass the controller back for she would control the female characters i would control the male characters so um you know it, it was a, it was a lot of fun get comfortable with not owning your games this is a quote from ubisoft's director of subscriptions philippe tremblay he did an interview with gamesindustry.biz talking about you know the the digital future of games and and what's going to happen with uh, physical media and this is one of uh one of his statements about there and i i mean i'm part of the problem like i buy almost entirely digital now and when i start thinking about stuff like this or reading about stuff like this it's kind of scary that games that we're playing can just go away you know yeah. games that we think we own can just go away so. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Most people don't come out so blatantly and say things like that. Right. I mean, I think he's talking a lot more about subscriptions, but you're right. It does it does go right in like with the digital content because we have fewer and fewer options these days. A lot of games don't even come out in a physical form, so the only option we have is to buy them digital and mm -hmm. download it to your console, and then hope that it's on that console as long as your hard drive survives. Right. Yeah. It's it's a mess, but like it's not like. It's not like we want that to happen. It's just the consequence of, I don't know. Um, it's easier this way. It's much one easier. Day. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, I was always a big proponent of physical media up until, I mean, I used to collect DVDs for a long time. Dude, I had hundreds and hundreds of DVDs. And then I discovered that it's just as easy to stream, you know, through, I was doing through, you know, pirating ways yeah. for a while, you know. And there's times where I would like be sitting on my couch trying to find a stream of uh, of a movie I wanted to watch, and I'm literally looking at the movie on my shelf, and I'm trying to find a stream of it because I don't want to get up put that movie in. And then I yeah. think for me during the pandemic, just I just started ordering games digitally, you know. And then I was like, "This is amazing!" And then I upgraded my hard drive, and um, yeah, it's just so much easier. Yeah. Well, you know, he, this is part of what he talks about in there, that uh, the comparison to CDs and DVDs, how we've all gotten used to not having that. But I think that's short-sighted, and I feel like it's almost reversing. Not everybody's going to be on board with that, but I've been buying more DVDs because when I want to watch that particular Quentin Tarantino movie that I want to watch, I don't want to have to figure out which service it's on, figure out if I already had my free subscription to that or whatever for a month. Mm -hmm. And or pay, you know, YouTube 20 bucks to rent it. It's um it's getting so consumer unfriendly in that streaming business with movies that it's now easier to go out and buy the DVD at a Goodwill for 99 cents. Right. And that's I think I mean I've been personally selling VHS players and old VHS tapes. So there's almost like a a a taste for that nostalgia coming mm -hmm. back. Sure, absolutely. And yeah, they'll the, we'll probably loop back around at some point with the games. I yeah, I think so, and I think it's going to be like. So with me, I'm I've been thinking about buying more D 
DVDs. And part of that is coming back to what we talked about earlier, the, the commentary, the special features, the deleted scenes. Like, you don't get that. And I don't understand why in, you know, talking about movies, why can't you put an option to, like, have, like, a director's commentary on when you're, you know, streaming something over Netflix or Prime Video? Like, it seems like it should have yeah. happened by now. I guess maybe there's not a big enough market for that or people that want it. But, um, and with games, yeah, like games, it always is people buy the collector's editions that come with the, the cool collectibles and stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. But I do think you're right. I think it's going to come back around uh, at some point. I know, I mean, like, Best Buy just announced they're stop selling all, like, physical media, right? Yeah, and, I think and there's a place called like Games or something in the UK. It, it seems like our equivalent to GameStop. They're no longer going to be buying uh, used copies of physical mm. media. Yeah, yeah. I think Walmart's stopping selling video games or something. One of those things. I don't know if it's DVDs, but yeah, it's pretty crazy how it's how, how the shift. But then you think about games like. Um, that don't even work in games that you may have owned that don't even work anymore. Like yeah. overwatch, you know, this is a game that you, that you paid for uh, and it doesn't work anymore. Let alone, you know, you have the physical copy of that and they just stopped it. So it's like, it oh, could yeah. go, it could go both ways. They're like, listen, we just, we're just getting rid of it. Yeah. Even um, like multiverses. I know that was supposed to be early access and we're in that in between period, but people spent a lot of money on that yeah. game and it's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Like, um, we're talking about now, like, so Smite 2 is is coming out. And um, they haven't announced a date, but they're talking about Smite 1. Like, all your purchases, all your skins and stuff won't transfer over. And, you know, my wife has spent, let's we'll say, hundreds of dollars on skins in that game. And, they're, and she's going to lose them all. Now... Yeah. The silver lining with that is they're on Unreal Engine 3 on Smite 1, and the game's buggy, they can't fix it, and they're moving to Unreal Engine 5, and it looks gorgeous, it's going to run so smooth, like, so like that, you got to weigh the good and the bad, like, sure, you're going to be losing your skins, but you're going to get this fixed game that looks beautiful and runs flawlessly, so, um, so that's a, you know, that's a separate thing, but, you know, it is one of the things where, like, that game's going to be gone smite one once after a little bit they're just going to get rid of it all right uh anything else you want to chat about uh one last thing to tack on to the end congrats out there to peanut butter the dog for beating an nes game almost got the world record speed run uh a, a real dog yes oh. the dude trained his dog to play on this pad uh controller and he'd give him treats if he, you know, held down the button for the right amount of time. And he uh, completed that game. I don't know if that's the first time ever that a dog has, like, completed a, a video game. but Which game was it? Uh, Gyromite. I wasn't familiar with it. Hmm. I love it. I have to look this up. I'm not familiar with Peanut Butter the Dog. I thought this was, like, some YouTuber you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it could be. Could be. Yeah, true. he might be. Yeah. He yeah. might be streaming. He might get a he deal is on now. a kick or something. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Um, make sure to check out our uh, socials. We're on uh, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you find all the all the best bits over there. And then um, this show, 
you could watch the video version on YouTube at Pop Culture Playground or on um, Fruit Lab. It's a great website where you could watch gaming content and earn a cryptocurrency and buy gift cards. It's really cool. It's not a scam, I swear. Um, and then uh, full clips on YouTube at uh, GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. Uh, you ever you posted anything? You doing any more uh, videos? I know last week you did one, the first one of the new year. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Yeah, hopefully hopefully getting into the home builder or house builder, whichever yes. it was. Yes, I'll watch that. That'll be fun. Um, and then anywhere podcasts are found, you can listen to the audio version. Just type in GNW and you'll have all the episodes at your fingertips. Just click on download all. Start at the beginning. And, you know, it's a, they're all canon to our rise into power. Um, What else? Is that everything? That's it. All right. Cool. Thank you again. We'll see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly.